Welcome to the fall 2020 premiere of this week in Princeton Viking Sports here in ESP Media, powered by Sodom Sports and VikeNation.org. I'm Jason Griefer. We're glad to be back again with Princeton AD Joe Roberts. Uh, Joe, first of all, good to talk to you again. And uh, boy, what a summer it's been trying to just get a season in place. Can you kind of take us through how interesting or challenging logistically it's been to pull this off? Yeah, Jason, thanks for having me back on. It's been a crazy summer. It's great to see you guys. It's great to uh, connect and get ready to start talking about the uh, the school year. So uh, it has been, you know, ever since that March 13, 2020, trying to navigate the waters on what we're going to be expected to do uh, day in and day out. And it changes daily um, from whether it's preparing a ticket plan or a site plan or protocols on how people are going to enter and exit your facility to how it's going to be when you're traveling to their sites. So this morning we were discussing the number of buses we're going to need just for uh, to manage the sheer numbers, boys soccer, we're over 41 kids. And so do we need two buses, three buses, one bus, you know, uh, just, just all of the logistics that we do think about every day. But now uh, with the addition of the pandemic, everything becomes uh, heightened even more. As an athletic director, given everything that we've gone through and, and every, all the work that's been put in, is there any kind of sense of, Maybe not necessarily relief on your part, but you can maybe just take a breath now that we're finally getting sports underway. No, no, there's <laughs> not. Um, there, there really isn't because um, we're going to go over today to our stadium uh, because we haven't had a home outside event yet. This right. week we'll have JV and freshman football and we've got some middle school activities coming in as well. But uh, we're going to start today with our maintenance staff. We needed to get school, the school building opened and, and get people kind of back in a little routine, but we're going to meet this morning and start to physically map out seating capacity, seating numbers, where people are going to sit, how that's going to look um, and start that entire operation. So there, there really truly is not a, a time off. I, I don't, I don't know if, if anyone in our business this year is going to be able to say, Oh, let's put our feet up for, for, for a while because we have this and it's um, and the reason is is because anytime you think that that you do you feel comfortable about where you are there's going to need to be a change and you have to be prepared for that yeah absolutely so let, let's talk as if everything is quasi normal let's talk about some of your sports here and let's get right into it we'll start with the cross-country teams uh, there's always a, the perception out there that cross-country is maybe more of an individualized sport as opposed to a, a team sport and so, you know, obviously everybody starts the race in a, in a pack and then everybody kind of separates from there. Has the, have your cross country teams been able to have a somewhat normal off season as far as training goes, because they can in, in more respects than others, social distance. It's the one sport uh, that, that has had that since the beginning uh, uh -huh. distance running has not stopped. You know, there was a period in time where, uh, some golf courses were operational, but not all golf courses. There was a period of time where tennis courts were closed. There's a, obviously facilities have been closed on school campuses, mm -hmm. uh, but distance running has never really stopped. And so from a training perspective, Coach Campbell and Coach Cobb have done an amazing job of maintaining the conditioning efforts of our student athletes in preparation for uh, what we hope this Saturday at, with the Lakota East invite, uh, getting us ready uh, and for what's expected. And yeah. um, our, our kids have really stepped up to that. And you're right, it is pack running, but 
but you do kind of separate yourself as you move along and and you can watch any neighborhood uh, in the city of Cincinnati if you have distance runners they've all started in groups or they run in groups but eventually they one breaks away or one falls back and and uh, it, it really does show what they can do and really looking forward to watching them uh, compete this fall uh, we, we have a, we have a really good chance to really you know make some lead way uh, coach Campbell and coach Cobb our boys and girls coaches they've done a unbelievable job like I said this offseason they ride their bikes and follow the kids and that's just been a, a, a big thing where coach Ziner last year physically ran with them but you know uh, coach Cobb he loves to ride his bike and so they're out there training uh, every day and, and he's he's either leading the pack or he's trailing it and coach Campbell's the other way around so uh, it's been really uh, really good I'm really looking forward to seeing what they can do and uh, hopefully they uh, do well at the Lakota East invite there. Let's move on yeah. to another sport that kind of draws more attention towards the individual play. You touched on a moment ago. Uh, golf teams kind of they're underway as well. They've really got going really since about the first, maybe second week of August or so. Uh, how have they looked so far? And uh, can you give us maybe a name or two that has stood out with their early play? Yeah, they've, they've actually looked, uh, you know, really, really good on the girls' side. Ariana Fluker kind of comes to mind pretty quick. She's been leading the pack, and the girls are – are pretty steady and uh, currently boasting they uh, I think they've had one loss so far and the boys are undefeated heading into cold rain uh, this afternoon up at Sharon Woods. So uh, they, their uh, numbers continue to grow where, uh, where we are reaching the point eventually, I think we can get it back to where we'll have a JV boys golf team if these, these numbers continue. Um, girls numbers seem to be as consistent and steady as they, they have been. Um, but I, I really appreciate what the what our coaches are doing with our program right now because they are getting them out there. We've had a really good off season at the Tri County Golf Ranch where they're spending a lot of time at the range or on the putting green and trying to set the ta- the tone that way as well. So uh, looking forward to seeing what they are able to do as we move down the line and into the fall postseason. Let's talk about tennis and boy, you talked about your golf teams come out to a roaring start. Tennis has done the same thing. They've been outstanding thus far. Uh, in particular, looking at some of the numbers, how about the play of Brooklyn Bowen thus far? She's been unbelievable in her singles matches to this point. Uh, how important is she going to be as you move into the GMC? Well, it, she's going to be critical as we move into the GMC. Obviously, um, our girls' tennis program and Coach Bruning has done a remarkable job as we've gotten started, as you said. But uh, now it's going to really start to uh, tighten up a little bit. The competition's really starting to rise a little more. Obviously, our conference – uh, opponents are going to really be uh, a test for our kids. And, and I think our girls are ready for that. Um, again, it's a, uh, been very interesting to see our numbers have gone back up. We've gotten some kids back out uh, that weren't with us last year, but um, they're ready, you know, and you can watch them on the court across the street uh, daily, whether it's either practice or at a match and, and uh, see where that's going to take us. But a lot of big things coming from Brooklyn this year, going to really look forward to watching her out there competing. She is a, true Viking uh, warrior, if you will. I mean, when she's out there, she hits that ball so hard. At least it sounds like it's so hard. But uh, <laughs> she is just putting all that inertia into it when she's going. And, and uh, it's really great to watch. And uh, what a start it is. And hopefully she can continue that into uh, league play here. Let's move on to this, the pitch. And uh, 
Tough season, needless to say, for your soccer teams, both the boys and the girls a year ago. Uh, the boys are going to get their season started this coming Saturday. Girls got going over the weekend and fell to a perennially very good Wyoming team. Uh, in, in seeing them train and in also talking with the coaching staff, uh, what's your confidence level in seeing them rebound from a tough 2019? Well, and, and, you know, we may not see it necessarily in W's. Um, we're, we're watching the toughness that our kids are ensuing. And I, I caught the end of our girls' match at Wyoming Friday night. Uh, we had home volleyball here as well, but I caught the end of the match. And um, as I said to our new our coach, Sydney Lappin, who's, who's brand new, and this is her first year as a varsity head coach as well, she had the ultimate grit out there, uh, fighting for her team, fighting for our kids, uh, never letting them um, – show any type of uh, letdown at any point. And um, I got there and yeah, the score wasn't reflective of that, but uh, a couple of the parents said to me, you know, we held them, it, no score the first half. And so there's some, there was some positives that you could look at out of that. And, and as I told a couple of the parents, we were standing there and a couple of the JV soccer players at the end, I said, listen, you know, your schedule's not easy. And that's the way it's supposed to be. We, we want you to compete against the highest level and the best that you can compete against because that's what you're going to face in the postseason, and that's what we expect out of you down the road. So uh, a lot of positives going out of there, I think, on the girls' side. Um, some defense they need to work on a little bit, uh, you know, just working on that that transition and those sets there. Uh, but offensively, I think they have the weapons. I think we have the speed. And I think that's going to really help us in the long run. I can say this, they are, our girls are much more conditioned this year than they were last year. And our coaching staff um, hats off to them for what they've done this off season in the short amount of time, given the pandemic and everything we've gone through. And then transitioning into the boys, uh, kind of high expectations this year. Uh, Coach Diego is really, really pushing the kids a little bit. Um, but he, his tactics are much different than what our girls staff does. And so, um, he's a little bit more methodical and a little bit more, um, you know, tactical in, in his approach. So I think mm -hmm. we're going to keep that motion going and, and see how that turns out for us. And uh, hopefully it gets the motion going towards the top yeah. of the GMC as well, because yeah. as we know, it's a very, very tough league. Very, very well. tough league. Very yeah. tough league, Jason, and really want to see where they can, you know, uh, we, we, we need to get to the point where we are uh, reaching that, that not not the bottom of the pack, middle of the pack mindset. Where we're in that top half of the pack yep. uh, in terms of where we are competitive-wise. The numbers continue to show that we can do that. Um, it's just a matter of putting it together. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll start out real strong offensively and, and struggle defensively, or it'll go the other way around. We have a really good half of, of solid defensive play, but then yep. there's a, just one letdown and, and the other team can grab a hold of it. And then next thing you know, you're two, three goals down. So uh, it's going to be real exciting to watch this year. Uh, hope, hopefully it is. And uh, hopefully a lot of, a lot of W's to come yeah. with it both, yeah. on both sides as well. And uh, so let's move on to another team. that's just getting its season going really volleyball got going uh, over the weekend, not the result you wanted against Roger Bacon, obviously still a long way to go though. We got Deer Park coming up as well uh, when looking at this team and, and and same kind of same kind of deal talking to the coaching staff is there a player or two that maybe you're looking to maybe count on to maybe step up and take on that leadership role you know I'm, I'm i'm looking at it across the board as far as how we can handle uh the, what's in front of us um again it, it's a group we have a, a real good we have a good mixture of seniors this year and so i think the numbers returning comeback are going to help 
our coaching staff out. Coach Sparks has done a very good job. Um, another situation their schedule does not uh, warrant them to have many opportunities to have nights off, if you will. They've got to come out every night and, and compete at the best at, at the highest level. But hopefully, we can get some things going. I think um, across that across that whole plane there um, in our volleyball program, serving is going to be critical for us and how we handle that. And I think if they continue to work on, on the fundamental side of things, they're going to be okay. Finally, let's talk about the football. And uh, obviously, you know, we're finally getting a season, just a six-game regular season, but it'll get started uh, this Friday. And uh, fans can also hear that game here on VikeNation.org, so that's good for fans that won't be able to be in attendance. After all the uncertainty around contact sports, can we have contact sports? Can we not have contact sports? I have to imagine – and, and you can confirm or deny this, is this team just fired up to see a different jersey across from them on the field? I think every football program in the state of Ohio is fired up to see a different Yes, <laughs> and the Vikings are no different than that. And yeah. um, I'm excited to see what we're going to be able to produce uh, offensively. I think it's going to be a completely different look than it was last year. Uh, Thomas Boyd has uh, really done a great job of, of maintaining composure and running the football. And um, – I feel that that's what's going to kind of carry us this year. Uh, really looking forward to seeing what we do on the defensive side this Friday night. We did not have a scrimmage uh, this season. Um, we elected not to do that. We did a little inner squad open practice to kind of get the guys tuned up last week and ready to go. Mm -hmm. uh, so this Friday night at Hamilton is going to be a big test for us. But seeing a different team, seeing somebody different, different scheme, we can pr prepare for a, an opponent all week long. But it is, it is completely different when you're matched up against the team that you've actually tried to prepare for. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of energy. I think there's a lot of enthusiasms coming out of the, out of the practice field. And um, we, we expect big things. You know, we've got – right now we've got six games, one playoff game uh, guaranteed here. And let's just try to take it week by week and game by game. And I think we can see some strong results at the end. And that's what we'll do right here on the show as well. Take it one week at a time, Joe. I appreciate your time. Good to be back talking with you again. And uh, congratulations on getting a full season scheduled and in order and uh, hopefully big things to come in uh, Vike Nation. Absolutely. Jason, I can't thank you enough. I, I really appreciate what you, Rob, and, and Elliot, and the entire team at ESP Media do for, for Vike Nation. It's, it's a great relationship and uh, really excited about this year. And we are as well. And You've been watching the fall 2020 premiere of this week in Vikings sports here on vikenation.org and ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports.